0: Chuck Johnson's Badass Basement. This is Rock and Roll Book Club. I'm Mark Dancer, along with my Rock and Roll Book Club co-host, Pat Buzzard. Hi, Pat Buzzard. Hi, how are you? Chuck Johnson. Rock and Roll. And Ryan Smith. Wow! Wow! We We have been doing this for six years. I just want to mention that very quickly. And we've been getting together once a month since 2013. And I thank you, my Rock and Roll Book Club buddies for talking music with me monthly. I was 30 when we
1: started.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I was still in high school.
1: Uh, At least according to my MySpace page.
0: (laughs) We uh, read and discuss music, books, band bios, and uh, it was my pick this month, and I picked Respect, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, The Life of Aretha Franklin by David Ritz. We're going to discuss the book and rate it. We got very interactive, especially Chuck on Facebook with our monthly Woo. poll questions. Thanks, friends. We're going to share replies and uh, then finally leave you. And this is this is priceless. Going to leave you, we priceless. Are gonna...
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, and we're going
0: to leave you. Yeah. Yeah. Babe, it's we're not gonna be gonna back you. next month. It's, it's us, uh, but we're going to give you at the end of the show a twelfth song playlist inspired by this month's book, Respect. The life of Aretha Franklin. All right. Sponsor time. Let's thank our sponsor. It's mm-hmm. What's Smoking mm-hmm. Barbecue. Go to Facebook and go to What's Smoking so BBQ. Oh, yeah. So uh, you're listening to this in November, hopefully, right when it comes out. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's still the football parties, it's sports, the sports, uh, Halloween sports. is over. Skip. But, um, you know, anything where people gather and there's going to be food. I told you about the turkey,
1: right? I had them do some turkey for me. Thanksgiving barbecue this year. Nice. I'm telling you, I might even try it if you're you're listening at home. Yeah. uh, All right. Brisket.
0: Whenever you get together, there's got to be food. We're all on events. Food's like thing number one. So we've all sampled TJ's fine, fine cuisine. Chuck actually hasn't. Except for Chuck. Yeah. (laughs) What's smoking? BBQ on Facebook. Thank you, TJ. Um, Okay. Before we get into the book, may I share a review? Yes. I like
1: review. Wait, wait! I'll allow. It. I can't handle a bad review. This is a five-star review. I'm in, I'm just in the mood.
0: Ryan put the the plea out on last month's show, and we got some response. So, um, this comes from <laughs> Rock and Roll's a bummer. That's the the person who gave us the That's review. Fair. What a yeah. strange name. And uh, it says I subscribed months ago. Time and time, I would see a new episode. And scroll past. (laughs) Last night, I decided to listen, and let me tell you what I am so glad I did. As a huge fan of rock docs and rock books, I love this show. Uh, It's sort of a review show, sort of a bio show. The hosts relate to personal experiences with life and music, and it's really good. I love long podcasts. I wish this was a four-hour-long show, but that's selfish. Great show, great books, funny, too. Thank you, Rock and Roll's a Bummer, for the five-star review yeah. on
2: iTunes. Thank you.
0: We'll, uh, we'll take more. More reviewed reviews. again. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you haven't reviewed us in a while. What's the old, you know, uh, vote Rock and Roll Book Club and vote often? <laughs> uh, okay. So we rotate our book picks, and uh, it was my pick, and I'm going to tell you, I guess, why I picked the book. So. Is this the thing where we talk about your personal experience with the, the title? No, it's context is coming next. Oh, Thank I wasn't you. sure. Yeah. You know, I wanted this to make is, sure. This is... Um, so I want to know... Welcome to the show.
1: <laughs> Mark Dancer, Yeah. why of all the books that have been written, published, edited... Because I could have picked anything. You could have picked anything. Why did you pick this particular book by this particular author?
0: I have four reasons. Here they are briefly. Number one, uh, I think we do a great job picking the books. We rotate the picks. But six years into this, there's so many legends, we still haven't uh, covered. Naretha Franklin was one of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that was reason number one. Reason number two, this is only our third, unless I'm missing somebody, female artist. We've done like 60 some of these.
3: Wow, that makes us look bad.
0: Kind of does. Um, there's there's no reason for that other it's than— It's the publishing industry, not ours. <laughs> well, um, that was another reason. Be, it is what it is. Um, the next reason was the author is David Ritz. And for those of you who don't know, I don't know if there's a more celebrated— I don't know if that's the word—music, book, bio guy. That's He's his, written about Ray jam. Charles— Willie Nelson, Bobby Bland, B.B. King, uh, Marvin Gaye. He's the guy in music books. So out of, out of curiosity,
1: uh, I have a group of people that read a lot of music books. Would we have ever read a, one of his books
0: before? This is the second time we've read a David... <laughs> you knew the answer to that. Okay. <laughs> what <laughs> was the Willie, other one? Was it was Willie's. Willie, Willie Nelson yeah. book. Yeah. Uh, and book then finally, uh, man, what a life. Aretha Franklin has lived, and we're going to get into that. So I knew there was a lot of, lot of I guess, uh, juice. So, okay, uh, context, and uh, everybody listening, think about Aretha Franklin. And we're going to get into this uh, kind of deep dive into her career and her life. What do you know or think about or care? And and I think also, how do you rate her? How do you rank her? We're going to start with rank? Uh, just you just uh, I'll do that. Rather I'm than go rank. around the horn, just uh, when I say Aretha Franklin. Okay. Well, Ryan had his hand up, so...
3: There's this Snickers commercial that is pretty incredible. (laughs) You go to
0: Snickers.
3: (laughs) And aside from that, I mean, she's maybe the greatest female vocalist of all time. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. That's a tease. Pat Buzzard? Uh,
1: For me, honestly, my first memory and really experience of knowing who she was was uh, her her amazing show-stealing scene in the Blues Brothers. There it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, it's funny, that's your entryway, absolutely. Yeah.
1: That movie came out in like 80, 79, 80, 80, yeah. somewhere around there. So, I was just that was my formative years of starting to learn music. And you know, Mac Guitar Murphy and uh, his, his his wife,
0: she's his woman, yeah, she, four fried chickens and a coke,
1: right? And, <laughs> and 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 it was amazing. And then, honestly, that was the for me, the start. And I, I went back, and even as a young person. Listen to a lot, of, a lot of, a lot of material. Did you? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, and I would. Well, there was a oldie station in Pittsburgh at the time called Three WS. I don't know if they're still around, that. but they played a lot of a lot of Aretha. So I I would always be like, that's Aretha Franklin because yeah. she was one of the first noticeable female vocalists that like totally stood out to me. I guess would be a good way to put it. And then as far as like in the echelon of all time, you know, I mean, if there is a uh, Mount Rushmore, which by the way, there's not
0: Of female not, soul singers. Yeah, there there is. Somebody's one. got a... Go carve that bad boy up. But no, she,
1: uh, I mean, she's on it. I don't even think it's female. I think she's one of the great, great vocalists,
2: recorded vocalists of the modern era.
0: I agree. Any, anything you want to add to that, Chuck?
2: I would echo Pat. You know, I, I got her from Oldies Radio, so that was playing a lot. So yeah. I definitely was familiar with her, but I didn't know much about her life and, you know, et cetera. But, you
0: can still play R- Respect if you have a dance floor full of millennials and they'll they'll dance to it. I mean, it's, it's not a home run, but it's one of those songs that you can kind of keep your dance floor as a DJ with. Yeah. Um, okay, so the book is called Respect the Life of Aretha Franklin by David Ritz. I always feel a little bad when I pick a 482-pager. We're the
2: only book club that doesn't like to read. 18 hours. <laughs> if you want to listen, it's 18 hours plus.
3: Came out in 2014. Which I had to listen because I couldn't get the book. Yeah, so, I, I wanted to read it, but I was like, section. well, if I get under three weeks, I'm not going to have time Somehow, to read it Somehow, I,
0: I was able to reserve a, a copy at the Columbus Library. Um, there's no way we're going to be able to cover her life in the time we have. So I kind of want this just to be an open, whatever kind of thoughts you have as you think about reading the book this past month or listening to it. So,
1: Pat Buzzard here, Rock and Roll Book Club. Um <laughs> We've certainly read our share of books, you know, as Mark Dancer mentioned, somewhere in the 60 range. We've read, you yep. know, what episode number is this? 57. 57. So how? we've read 57 on record. On record. Yeah. How many books? total? Yeah. Total like 10 We're, some, more. were yeah. somewhere around, you know, 70. Um, Has there ever been reference to the gospel scene like this book talked about? I don't think the, so. The, nah. the sex circus?
0: Whoa! Definitely that was, not. It yeah.
1: was Whoa. it was uncomfortable. Yeah, and
0: then also like you know I don't know. It was a weird. It wasn't. That's wh- because we're in the hands of a good writer, David yes. Ritz, and yes. so it, that somehow was able to come off as not being sleazy, even though the subject matter was kind of like really tawdry. I mean. Aretha Franklin is the daughter of the famous Reverend C.L. Franklin. You mm-hmm. can't talk about her without talking about him. I mean, this is one of, like, Martin Luther King Jr.'s guy. Yes. Aretha's yeah. yes. dad. So she grows up in a house where the guests are, uh, you know, Sarah Vaughn <laughs> and Duke Ellington's yeah. coming over. Dinah Washington. Dinah Washington. Hey, Sam Cooke is swinging by, and sure. we're going to have some cocktails. And then Daddy's going to go off into a side bedroom with, uh, you know, Whom- Clara Ward. Yeah. And Ray and Charles even is- yeah so it's a quite a free love kind of thing uh under the reverend's roof and it's it's a little little
1: so i just have to say the book i mean you're not very far in fourth fifth chapter something like that you know it always starts with you know she was born blah 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 uh but holy cow like that kind of like
0: Ray Charles wow. even quotes on record about his fondness for group sex. It's like that's a thing in our on the on the tour circuit. I, circuit. Yeah, yeah, on this, the, the Gospel
3: the circuit yeah, the summation of it is that the gospel uh, artists at the time liked their loving, and I don't mean like the kind from Jesus. yeah, like that's. <laughs> Good. And, well, and James,
0: gospel th- into R&B is substitute the sacred for the profane. Substitute, yeah. for, instead of saying Lord, say baby, yeah. and you've got gospel transferred it, over to soul. And the Edda James quotes, like, I mean, that was like... Oh, the quotes it, are the best. It kept, it kept coming back, like, wow. this is, this is we, wow. We're a non-expletive podcast, but these people, <laughs> they are masterful cursors yeah yeah, that's, yeah yeah and as a
3: starting point to kind of get us going towards her musical career uh her dad the reverend he was very inclusive of like uh non-gospel music was okay and non-gospel music in the church was okay We right. could all you know it's all fine because some people would could be really relate. snooty about it that was a rare but he thing. was like yeah he was like, like nope it's all good yeah
2: he supported he a lot of, of the it. early blues men he was a part good of the point. scene he made it he took the stigma away from, you know, the R&B and blues music.
0: Yeah, I love it. All right, so, and then, you know, again, I'm not trying to dish the dirt, but Aretha dish Franklin dish uh, gets pregnant
3: and has a child. 13.
0: She's not even 13, 12 years old. Yeah, then, which
3: even then was a little young. Yeah, even then. That's a lot younger. Well, I mean, back then, stuff happened. I'm uh, just saying it was okay. Understood. I'm just saying it happened.
0: The uh, second baby comes along. She's 14. Um, Reverend CL's mama lives in the house. They live in, a, I guess, a pretty fabulous place in Detroit. And uh, Aretha's grandmother takes care of the babies. Aretha and her sister start having kids when they're in their teens. And uh, grandma takes care of the babies. Because Aretha's mom just
3: left. And Aretha's mom left. And then yeah. died. Yeah. And this isn't even... Now we're going backwards. This is like in the second or third chapter. I mean, actually, it's we're going like, to have a hard time.
0: We, we could talk two hours of, and Aretha won't even turn 16. Yeah.
3: Yeah. One
1: thing, and Chuck had mentioned this to me before. Like, I was late getting on this book this month. Uh, a lot going on. But uh, how Ritz, David Ritz, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, David talks about his first experience writing with her and then this experience and how he didn't get to write the first time and now he's like two different perspectives. Just... Rarely is an introduction as as
2: interesting as the introduction. Yes, to this it's book. definitely not a fluff piece. Yeah, yeah. well, not not at at all. the first book was a fluff piece. Yeah, they basically it was
3: reviewed as a press release because she wanted complete control. And her one of her big things was she liked to take liberty with her life history and basically write it the way she wanted it to be, whether that was the truth yep. or not. Like
0: almost like made it up, total denial, blatantly made yeah. it up. Yeah. Just yeah. a lot as, of as a coping mechanism, I yeah. guess. Your mother leaves. Have a series of kids with different men, um, your, your you dad's got your driver's philandering, temps. yeah, <laughs> and I think that there are many quotes from Aretha's brother, who later becomes her manager, and her two sisters, who sing back up on a lot of her songs, they're very protective of her, but they have no problem saying Aretha is, she's kind of- awful. P- Crackers she <laughs> like should, Yeah and me you know Can do like some real It's she, funny how loving they can be But then say What a mean, I mean thing she did
2: I mean I don't want to Spoil the later stuff
0: I don't mind going out of order Because uh, there's no way she, We're
2: gonna What's the Sugar soundtrack um,
0: Oh yeah The uh, Curtis Mayfield Curtis project, Mayfield sparkle.
2: Yeah Sparkle yep. Yeah when she took that From her sister yep.
3: like
0: Yep like, That's it's... too good of a project I'm gonna just take that yeah. Away from you what, what was her sister's name again uh, Irma uh, It was Irma And uh, 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 Carolyn another
3: Carolyn Car- uh, Carolyn She wrote Peace of my heart the big Janis Joplin right. hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to say, I loved the sibling it was awesome. interview stuff, that perspective. Yeah. And I loved the Jerry Wexler stuff. Yeah. Like all his quotes. Yeah. And on the audiobook, I don't know who read it, but he didn't do characters. No. But when he did Aretha, there was a little bit of inflection. And when he did Jerry Wexler, sure. it was just like, you know, the way he talked was Wonderful. Yeah, I mean, Mark, you you read it, so imagine the quotes and just like think oh if it was gosh. like kind of had a she little a bit job. of that. Uh, like, I'm dying to read a few of them, but
0: they're they're just laced with profanities. Well, you
3: would say like it, she stung the shit out of that. Yeah. You know, it's just like that sounds awful. <laughs> I'm I'm impersonating the reader. Yeah. No, they, they, not Jerry.
0: <laughs> um, well, Jerry Wexler, for those who don't know, is like one of the most important music producers, I guess you'd call it. Um, At Atlantic. Yeah, and uh, this is back in the heyday of, of R&B, the heavy, heavy hitters.
1: He, yes. he was a master of, they said in the book, finding the money. Like, he would keep throwing songs, throwing songs, throwing songs until we found a hit, and then they would focus on that hit
0: it took Sound. it took a while. Aretha Franklin started recording in the 50s when she was a teenager, and then she signs to Columbia. That's when she's with John Hammond. Is that right? Before the Jerry producer. Wexler. Yeah. Atlantic was... They make the like 10 label, albums. Album, right? Yeah, with, she
3: was on there for a long time on Columbia, and they just couldn't... Um, didn't know what to do with her. It's like one of those things like Amazing Voice, and this came up over and over again her whole career, even sometimes during the Atlantic years. Amazing talent total lack of ability to objectively pick material. Yeah. Like, she recorded a lot of material that was just like...
0: Was either bad, MOR bad. or she was so so badly wanted a hit that she would do real fluffy pop material. that
2: Yeah. Was In it. layman's terms, it'd be like your favorite rapper picking the worst beats you could ever hear. Ah, nice work. Ah, yeah. She's so like, oh God, man, you're the best. Why are you rapping on this garbage? Yeah. Right, right. No, exactly. Like she, low hanging fruit is the way I was thinking. Like she was definitely didn't have the power of self-actualization and those are not my words and you know what's funny is and
1: and this more is in later in the book but she reminded me a little bit of chuck berry sure as she became more and more closed off and she didn't trust anybody yeah you know no one made a decision for her even when she like later in, in the book when she signs with clive davis again like late you know, even then, like she would hire and fire people all the time. She
3: wanted control
1: yeah. because of this Again, control. Again, a coping mechanism, right? Yep. And the thing that made me that made me think of this specifically is she takes her purse on stage with her because she's afraid of somebody taking her money. That was yeah. a great. And that was Chuck, Chuck yeah. Berry used to have a suitcase full of cash right yep. behind his amp. It just reminded me of that. And you have to wonder how. You know, we know how she was raised. I mean, she was on the road in things that we can't even talk about here. Doing things that as, as a twelve-year-old. Um, and she was a prodigy. She right. was already better than what are the greatest of the time. Yeah. So she, what that did to her, she was probably taken advantage of so many times, so many times, so many times.
3: Right. But by the time she had a chance to take control... She had to
0: build this armor.
3: She never let anyone push her around again. But the point of her career, the span, that span of a material that I think most people would consider the best, she would take advice on certain aspects they said you never told Aretha how to sing the song but the other stuff they could kind of nuance you know if it was the right producer uh which talk about like a peak and then uh Man.
0: Well, she had, uh, you can kind of break her career into, there's the Columbia the years, parts, yeah, for, yeah. there's about 10 albums where she's just trying to find her who she is. Shotgun. Then the Atlantic years from like 67 yeah. to about the mid 70s. The golden era. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I saw the Amazing Grace movie when it came to theaters. Tracy and I went to see it about a year ago. Unbelievable. Um, I didn't see that. Oh, man. Uh, it's just that gospel. She does two shows at a church in L.A., and her dad is there, and uh, that's really described wonderfully by David Ritz. But then, yeah, she she makes that album with Curtis Mayfield called Sparkle, and then there is a long decline uh, when she joins up with Arista. She still has some hits, but there's just a lot of— yeah, That was uh, the
2: freeway of love uh, <sighs> Who's Zooming Who, Aaron. Yeah. That's what she got back with Clive.
0: Yes,
3: Correct. We- We've said before that the '80s are not kind to artists that uh, you know came before the '80s. Yeah, it got real bad for but, uh, like you, Aretha. Like, re- just so, I mean, just I admire that so she she
0: still made hits, though. I mean, whether we love them or not. Sure. I, so I do a music trivia show, and I I did an Aretha Franklin category. Everybody knows that song, the "Free Way of Love." Everybody oh, really? Knows. Yeah, Everybody knows it.
3: Do you know what she was doing though? She's like Maroon Five. She was constantly like chasing the current trend, yep. except Maroon Five is very successful at it. Yeah. And uh, she, she wanted to wasn't hit really. all the way up yeah. until the
0: end. How about all the Jet magazine? There was a lot of Jet magazine. A lot. Uh, like, if she needed they, to get some, some buzz going about her, she'd call somebody up at Jet. And, and, make, up story, and make up a story, and there it is. Yep, there I have a mystery man in my life. Oh, he's he great. me so good. And and I'm
2: his queen, just he's my up, king. Yep, and make there's, up a guy. And then it's, they would ask the sister or, and, you know, friends around, they'd be like, she's just making that shit up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ain't no man. Ain't a, no man over there. Yeah. Planning yeah. my wedding I've never met this man. guy. I've been with her for 15 years.
0: And some of the men in her life are captured, warts and all, in this book her first husband is a guy named ted white and there's that infamous scene at muscle shoals Mm -hmm. where they record like the greatest recording session of her life and they start getting the drinks going and next thing you know aretha's husband is having a fist fight with rick hall in a hotel room at muscle shoals and they get on a plane and get the hell out of there uh so that kind of drama
1: what got tracked that day what was the song uh Uh, never loved
0: a man i think the way that i loved you and maybe respect i i i
3: thought it was that it was that album yeah. yeah, I don't know if they done respect yet. They had like a song and half a song, and Jerry's like, "This is good," but I only have a song. Do I don't right. have a B side.
2: Wasn't it Do Right, Man, Do maybe, Right Woman? Maybe I it think was that, that, was that it. batch of tunes. I think it was Do Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: somebody's gonna have to rein me in and stop me, but I don't let know me ha- stop you. Right <laughs> <there>. <laughs> uh, she
3: That's starts, it. I just I hit stop on the record. <laughs> she uh,
0: she f- has this great guy. I think his name's Ted. I don't know if they ever marry or not. But the whole time she's with him, she's seeing Dennis Edwards of the Temptations on the side. And uh, then she marries that movie actor um Gwyn Tony Gwyn or Tony Gwyn. um Cecil <laughs> so, Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But there was a that Gwyn does. Gwyn. I can't keep there's a lot of men. There's a lot of men and uh, Aretha's not always faithful to them. Well, they weren't
3: always faithful to they her weren't too. Always it was all very like it was all very mutual. Yeah. Uh, it, it was painted as a
1: uh as far as that side of her life pretty wide open. Anything
0: goes. I have like five different, in my notes, I have read this, must read, read this quote. And it's all full of mother Yeah. <laughs> I put that in there so you could bleep it out. Is, is there anything else? Um, she develops a fear of flying. And so that ends most of the touring. And, and going on high mountain passes? Won't take the bus. Won't take I the mean, bus over from somebody
2: that suffers from vertigo, there were times where as crazy as as it sounded for her, I can empathize with. I mean, that's that was really scary those moments. But <laughs> but she also just canceled a lot of shit too.
0: Yeah, that's I mean, for sure.
2: Like notorious for just canceling or changing her contract. Oh, cool! You got me down for two hundred thousand. Well, I already signed the contract. Well, it's going to be another hundred fifty, or I'm not coming.
0: Like, Ruth Brown is quoted off in her manager, and Aretha gave her fits. Anybody who worked with Aretha long-term, they just got used to the fact that they were going to be catching hell from some promoters and some booking venues. And, and then she was the diva. Um, also, some triumphant moments, too. You know, when she steps in for uh, Luciano Pavarotti at the Grammys in, yeah. like, 98.
1: I mean, that's a signature moment. What a story. I mean,
0: 20 minutes, uh, I forget, Pavarotti can't go on and do whatever aria he's going to do. And they pull Aretha out of the the audience and say, is there any way you can do this? They tell her it's in her key. It's not Not. in her key. (laughs) And she kills it. And another thing, too, uh, think about all the key. This is one of those Forrest Gump things. Think about all the events Aretha was the singer. Barack Obama becomes yeah. the first black president. Yeah. Who's singing? Aretha Franklin. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Uh, Martin Luther King is assassinated. Yeah. Who
2: she, sings? She did all kinds of stuff for Dr. King. Rosa yeah. Parks gets
3: buried in Detroit. Who sings? Yeah. Aretha Franklin. So I think that leads into like the Dr. King stuff. Like okay. She was not always a joy <laughs> for the people around her. <laughs> yeah. But there is a lot of stuff about like she was very charitable. Uh, and, and people reiterate that. She would see on the news uh, that some local person's house burned down. And yep. she would call the news and get that person's number and address and send them a check the next day. Yep. But that that was the kind of stuff. For all the publicity she was always seeking, especially later on, that stuff she never publicized. That's so, pretty cool. So, so it's sort of a mixed bag. I guess like with anybody who's a great artist, they're complicated, Yeah, is the best way to put it. That's the easiest way. Yeah, and I have no doubt that David Ritz has great admiration for Aretha. Yeah, the way this book reads, though, she's
0: yeah.
1: He
3: knew her personally for a long time,
0: and like this isn't
1: like he just read some articles and interviewed some people. Like his knowledge of her was firsthand, and I mean not intimate to the sense that we've been alluding to, but, like, he knew her very well. Yep,
0: She he'd come over to the house and she would cook for him and they would spend evenings together. And we alluded to this at the beginning of the taping. Um She asked him to write her book in, like, 98 or 99, but she controlled so much of it that there was no, nothing was revealed. Yeah. So 15 years later, on his own, he wrote the book again, which... Which
2: she did not approve she of. She did not. No, sisters and brothers and some people, hangers-on, said it was a
3: good idea, but... Yeah. She did not want this. Right. I mean, I don't think he painted her intentionally I don't in this light. I think, I think it's just, just like, it. I mean, these are like interviews with people who are close to her. And I just think that's the way it was. I do too. You know, I, I think she was just. I also think yeah. you,
0: you kind of said it like right on the money where that's kind of how a, an artist like that is. There's eccentricities there, you know, yeah. that, you know, I don't know how to add on to what you said, but I think it nailed it. She's. I don't know if you kind of maybe need that, that type of personality to do what she did. I guess I want to read the Billy Preston quote and then if anybody wants to do any final just real quick
1: does anyone have a comment about Billy Preston I mean maybe not everyone listening knows who Billy Preston is oh that's a good good
2: well he first off you should yeah Yeah. if for nothing he was on the Beatles let it be but he was not a member of the band even though he thought he was and most importantly
1: he's he's the guy on keys on the rooftop concert probably his most famous non-Billy Preston fan moment yeah when you're like who is that guy that's Billy Preston
0: And does a bunch of recording with the Stones as well. Had his own hits. And and he came up in the gospel and R&B circuit at the same time as Aretha Franklin. This is about a a half a paragraph. Uh, Billy Preston says, I don't care what they say about Aretha. She can be hiding out in her house in Detroit for years. She can go decades without taking a plane or flying off to Europe. She can cancel half her gigs and infuriate every producer and promoter in the country. She can sing all kinds of jive-ass songs that are beneath her. She can go into her diva act and turn off the world. But on any given night, when that lady sits down at the piano and gets her body and soul all over some righteous song, she'll scare the shit out of you. And you'll know, you'll swear that she's still the best effing singer this effed up country has ever produced. So man, this book is filled with quotes like that. These guys, lot, these they can talk of, about music. A lot of f bombs. Yeah, yeah. Ray Charles is is a profane class dude. a cusser. Uh, okay, there's so much more we could uh, talk about, but uh, what do we leave out? Anybody? Um, any, anything else? Tons,
1: any, but you know, I thought it was interesting that like when Whitney died, Whitney Houston, singer. Yep. maybe you've never heard of her. <laughs> uh, She immediately worked in a tribute to Whitney into her shows,
2: but then didn't go to the funeral. I wouldn't say she necessarily liked Whitney. They were super competitive. Remember when that that interaction where she was just cold as ice to her? And Whitney's like, oh my God, I'm going to meet the Queen. It's like, nah. She
0: did that with almost
1: every female singer.
2: Pia LaBelle, everybody. My
1: biggest takeaway from the book as far as her personality is, and obviously not justified, but her insecurity of where she stood and even though she's like I'm the queen it's almost like she never believed it. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, egomaniac with an inferiority complex.
1: Amen to that.
0: Okay, Facebook poll question.
1: Facebook, Polls. Facebook, Don't let's go to Facebook. Facebook, Facebook. <laughs> take Someone calls Zuckerberg. <laughs> so, this month on the <laughs> Facebook question, we said when I say we, it was Mark and Ryan. Like I mean, I literally am a ghost for 29 days, and then like, then I'm like, oh, what? Songs what when are we taping? What are we taping? We get, we get
0: the day before a text. When
1: what's, are we taping? What's our? I book? can't be there. What? What book is it? So these guys come up with this question, and uh, this is what it was. It was like, who is the greatest female vocalist of all time? And uh, I'd like all of us to weigh in on that too. But Chuck Johnson, I want to just say, I know Mark touched on it earlier in the broadcast. But in case it gets edited out by Ryan, <laughs> uh, Chuck Johnson really took it upon himself to uh, interact with our fans, with with fans of his great music, um, Matha Trees, and just overall had great conversations about great yeah. vocalists, and it was it,
0: it was great. So we had a ton of feedback, and and thanks Chuck. For so I'm the worst kicking it at, back and forth at, uh,
1: Interaction Ryan's probably second worst, and then uh, Mark and Chuck are really Ryan's good. Pretty at it.
0: good. Ryan's pretty good too. I don't know. I don't see many comments from Ryan, <laughs> but I don't look at them. Being honest, uh, <laughs> well, Chuck did get a, a ton.
2: Chuck got a ton, a, and it was great. Of, yeah, the Linda Ronstadt from Mike Hanna and uh, Leslie. Like, uh, I mean, there's so many people that. And by back. the way,
0: yeah, we get some really great replies anytime we, we ask you to give us your music opinion. It's always, I'm super impressed.
2: And Amber sent me a, a lot of, uh, Brittany Howard, right? The girl yep. from, uh, yeah. Alabama shakes. Yeah, Howard, yeah. 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 So okay. I, I always like it when people will, will give me YouTube links. Cause that's what I like to link, uh, watch and a lot, a lot of live performances. So thanks everybody for chiming in. So, and funny, Amber's one of our, one Oh of my our, God. One of our top I know like, her. And, and, and
1: Amber, uh, Brandom. And she said Britney Howard, like you said. Yes. Uh Eric Sims said Joni Mitchell, oh, always wow. been a favorite. The album. Good call. You ain't folding Ham.
2: Right. You right, ain't right. Folding Ham.
1: And then uh John Holland uh said, "Who? how do you pick one? And I agree, John. How do you pick one? Um and he went on to list a ton as Aretha, whom we are talking about, Debbie Harry, Janice, uh Gwen McCrae. I don't know who Gwen McCrae is, do I? It doesn't sound familiar. Uh, Joan Jett, Billy Holiday, Dionne Warwick, Whitney, Nina Simone. I mean, honestly, the
2: list goes on. And yeah, on. good job. I would John. like to point out snowbeats dot com. My, uh, my dad,
1: Jim Buzzard, is on Facebook. What? <laughs> the, and and he answered our question, and and he said Karen Carpenter. So nice. I'm just going to throw that wow. out there. Way to
0: go, pops. Way to go,
2: pops. I, I love Sonic's use version of uh, of superstar. a superstar. Yeah. That's great. So uh,
1: me personally, if you're going to ask me, Aretha's up there. You know. If she's not one, she's two. Uh, Nancy Wilson. That's. I, I'm surprised it didn't pop up more and more.
0: From Central Ohio. Are sure. we talking about the jazz singer? No. Oh, Ann Wilson. Anne oh, Wilson. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Both of them are quality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who would you say, uh, Mark? Yeah, Anne Wilson. Sorry. I, I put Aretha Franklin at number one. I think we're talking about the greatest singer of like popular music uh, ever. I don't know anybody who's greater, but just to throw in another name, I think Mavis Staples is yeah, right strong. up there. Yeah. How about you, Chuck?
2: I'm going Bjork. Okay. She's going to take us into the the nice. new age. Okay. And uh, she's still got a lot of life left in her. So
0: she's been around for a while. She
2: does her thing, man. And yeah. she's also a super dope producer. So mm-hmm. I mean, that's one thing. A lot of these singers aren't that versatile, and sometimes that's they can do a, it. Man, but she makes those. Beats, she puts. A, yeah, she's a massive beast.
3: Yeah. How about you, Ryan? Oh, uh, I was like the I was at Hope Sandoval from uh, Mazzy Star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Okay. Good. That's good. a Good Cool.
0: Question. Good. Good stuff. For good me. tips to check out. Uh, let's rate this book: "Respect: The Life of Aretha Franklin" by David Ritz. Um, I picked it. I don't mind going first. Mark, Dancer, Give us your rating. Shelf. Shelf. I. Um, I mean, David Ritz can write. I. You know, it's a big, big book, uh, but it was chock full of information. Uh, it was a page turner. The subject matter is like fantastic. What a story. Um, he jams each page with value. You know, there's, he, he would just throw a paragraph of, here's what else was on the charts. Boom, boom. And you'd be like, oh yeah. Like I just found it like, I never felt like there was waste, even though it was almost 500 pages.
2: Um, he didn't put on the Ritz.
0: My very favorite part were probably the quotes. I just thought he got Mm -hmm. great quotes from Eddie James and Ray Charles. So, uh, Pat Buzzard, why don't you? We'll do the in order type thing. Okay. Uh,
1: I will say I kind of agree with everything you said, other than it's a borrow for me. Like he's a fantastic writer. Um, the information you take from each page is huge. It's, it's funny you pointed out. Like he talks about the charts, which directly reflected what she did. So, yeah, I 100% agree. It's a solid borrow if you're
2: a fan, buy it. Okay. Chuck. I would agree with that, Borrow. Um, it was a bit of a downer for me. I I probably would have been better off reading the first, his first book about her with, when it was just, you know, more fluffy and mm-hmm. it didn't make me like, oh, I can't wait to listen to Samara Retha. like, wow, she is not that nice. Yeah. So, I mean, borrow it. Historically it's it's pretty incredible with all the things about, you know, the civil rights era and all the old blues guys and whatnot, and all the producers she worked with. So, I mean, what a story. But, you know, it probably would have been better for me if it was more of a fluff piece. Yeah. And that's not really and, sincere. You know, he told the story. He did a great job on the book. Yeah. All right. But, you know, Betty bar. Good.
0: Ryan Smith?
3: Uh, this is probably, I'm going to guess, the definitive Aretha book yeah. that has or ever will be written. Yeah, she
0: passed away last year.
3: Oh, uh, that said, I'm going to say it's a borrow, and simply because, and this is not David Ritz's fault, but because Aretha wasn't really involved that much with the book. Like, just not at, not really at all. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think you could say that. And that's not fair to him. But well, that's he will my... even
0: in interviews claim he's disappointed that he couldn't crack her shell. So he would—I think he would agree so, with you more so than it's anybody.
3: So not, it's not—it's not his fault. I'm just saying, like, if it's going to be in the top echelon of like the definitive books about definitive things, that I, I can't quite put it on the on the okay. shelf. But I will say that it's a very, 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 very nice borrow.
0: Okay. All right, three borrows and a shelf. May I sneak in five? Fabulous facts, or what are they? Wait, whoa,
3: whoa, whoa. already changing facts, the five segment? Fascinating five fascinating
0: facts. Five funky facts. I'll tell you what, Wait. if you can alliterate five Fs in a row, then yes, you can. Oh, in 50 gosh. seconds. 50 okay. seconds. Five fascinating facts in 50 seconds. Here they go. Number one, uh, we found out in this book, John Lennon and Paul McCartney wrote Let It Be for Aretha Franklin. That, mm, that's what yeah. they said in this book. Yeah. Um, Ted White, Aretha Franklin's first husband, shot Sam Cooke's brother. Shot him. I can't remember why, but he shot him. Uh, Number three, Aretha Franklin wanted to sue Steely Dan for the song (laughs) Hey 19 because they mentioned Aretha Franklin and because Aretha Franklin wants to sue lots of people.
3: A lot of people wanted to sue Steely Dan after years. Uh, uh,
0: Number four, Aretha Franklin was the very first female inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in the second year of inductions. She was the first one ever inducted. Uh, And then finally, Aretha Franklin bought... Two front row tickets to see Diane Carroll in Toronto one for herself and one for her fur coat.
3: (laughs) True story. Which sounds ostentatious, but it's practical. It was
0: a big ass post. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
3: You made it. Um, thank you. Okay. It's time
0: for the playlist. I can't i can't fumble with my notes, but isn't it? Am I Am I lying? Is no. it playlist time?
1: No, it's it's playlist hey, time. Hey,
0: I, I know. Let's go in reverse order. Oh boy. Come on. Oh boy. Ryan. Really? Yeah.
3: You kinda got a thing.
0: All right, then I'll go. Okay. I was just thinking, I just thought it'd be fun. Okay. I don't like fun. All right. I'll go. We'll go in the order that you'll hear them, and you should. I've I've already listened to our playlist a couple times, and it's bitchin', man. Uh, Okay, my first pick is Skylark, recorded when Aretha was 21, and she hits a note in this song that will. Kick you in the chest. It is unbelievable. Uh, song number two, don't let me lose this thing, which was on that same classic album with respect and uh, never loved a man. And it's kind of a samba, just a cool. Uh, it's mentioned in the book by somebody. It's just a really cool, chill song. And my pick, pick is Doctor Feelgood live at the Fillmore in about 1969 or 70. They book Aretha Franklin and some other like R and acts into the Fillmore, and they're worried how How are these hippie kids gonna like these black artists, and then these black artists go in and just tear the you know the roof off, tear the the mother, yeah, and uh <laughs> there's a version of, of Doctor Feel Good, please, 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 go listen to this song. It's the epitome of just burning the house. To the ground. She has this room in hysterics. It's like goosebumps. Doctor Feelgood. Those are my picks. Pat Buzzard, you're next.
1: There's a vo- massive volume of material she recorded. Like I mean, she was. Uh,
0: Holy, I tried, I, I, but I, I gave I gave up in the mid '80s. Right,
1: and when it's great, it's 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 without comparison. And when it's when it's bad, it, it's just it becomes m- so mediocre, m- mundane. I struggled with listening to her singing poorly. She deserves better than this. Just I guess it, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I went back to the songs that I that I've always loved of hers. You know, people get ready. It's fantastic. Uh, Natural woman and then chain of fools. That's my that's my pick. Pick good.
0: good. All right. Uh, Chuck Johnson is next.
2: All right. Uh, we mentioned Steely Dan. Hey nineteen. That's number three. That's hey nineteen. The Cuervo Golds. Uh, right. And uh, Mrs. Miller, the real queen is what? Uh, what? Oh, downtown. Okay. If you don't know Mrs. Miller, Mark, you need to check her out. I, I, um, I listened
0: to that twice. And I mean, I'm like, it, what are we?
2: It, I found out that record on uh, at a record store day and it was just playing. I was like, what the hell is this? Is every
0: this? song on it like that? It's uh, like your she nana. Does, she goes, does A Hard it?
2: Day's Night you okay. know yeah she had a rich husband oh, and he, he financed it's her it's like a
0: church lady it's, it's and a piano but she
2: and goes and, her, and the band smoke it and they're just <laughs> and she's just trying to keep it up with them okay. so it's funny anyway mm, yeah. check it out I, mm. I just think it's hilarious so, and th- and Pat mentioned this um, my number one pick Think I really got hip to uh, Aretha from the Blues Brothers record I mean I knew about her but that you know they kind of let me yeah let me get into her head a little bit or, or like mm. know she was a, yeah.
3: a one of us
0: yeah nice alright Ryan Smith take it home
2: Hello,
3: Sunshine, off of Aretha Now. Ain't No Way, off of Soul Queen. And You're All I Need to Get By Take Two, uh, which was from Rare and Unreleased. Unre- 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 Say that again Rare and Unreleased. Unre- um, unre- unre- was and that unre- anyway the Mary J
2: song, or is that just the same title? Same song. These I are all, a all older version of that. Yeah, yeah,
3: these are all older, probably that, I'm guessing that Atlantic period. Uh, Yeah. Okay. I found the listening quite uh, enjoyable this month. I did too. I loved
0: having Aretha Franklin on around Mm. the house. There was just I thought, well, I'll get through the whole catalog, and but there's that once it gets, she made albums every damn year. Like just there's dozens and dozens of them.
3: Um, It got to a point when the song started with a drum machine. I skipped it. mm -hmm. That's. Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong, I love some drum machines. Just I mean, not
0: with her. There would be a gem every now and then, like a late career gem. Like she recorded a couple of cool things with uh, Lauren Hill when the Fuji's were in their heyday. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's the queen. Uh, she's entitled, mm-hmm. I think.
2: Uh, okay to, to pick the wrong songs I guess you're allowed to I mean Because well, everybody wanted to work with her I mean from LaFace Even even yep. then the the modern day I know we're, we're slagging her 80s stuff But there were good producers out there It's just not the stuff That she wanted to work on She wanted to do her own thing So she did what she wanted That's she, what you can do when you're a queen
0: Yep all right, Rock and Roll Book Club, rnrbookclub.com is the website rnrbookclub.com. Uh, thank you uh What's Smoking BBQ, What's Smoking mm, BBQ on Facebook and so uh, good, so what good. am I leaving out? Subscribe and uh thank you for review. Leave a review. Leave another leave review. Leave another review and we'll read it.
2: Keep sending those YouTube clips.
0: Uh, we rotate these book picks and um, we're going to do this again and Chuck Johnson it is your turn Yeah, Chuck.
2: I was a fiend Chuck. before I God. became a teen um, so this next book I'm really excited about I've been waiting for this book to come out it's on the probably the best MC ever Rockem. Don't Sweat the Technique he wrote this book um, I'm really excited we're going to go into the the subway stations and, and, and graffiti some trains and uh you know, probably do a little break dancing, maybe a little rhyming. I can't wait! It's, it's going to be he, on. Is,
0: did he hang out with a guy named Eric B?
2: You know, that guy was running for president, but you know, I don't think it worked out for him. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I laughed even though I didn't
3: get it.
0: I think that's the name of an album, though. Yeah!
2: Yeah! <laughs> I
0: laughed even though I didn't get it.